Welcome to this week's Talking Cod Swallop. I am Gemma. No James this week. Decided to let him off this week because I am recording with Andy Barr. Hi. <laughs> He's I'm... our favourite third player. Yeah. He's the one we all want to be on the podcast all the time. <laughs> Super sub. Super sub. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I don't want to I don't want to sort of sound harsh because you know I know that James is you know struggling with long COVID but he never wants to record with me anymore I know I even asked him if he wanted to be on this episode and he said no I woke up to uh he woke up during the middle of the night and he was really tired so uh he, he's asked to pass so it, I don't think it is anything personally but, you know, I, at least I want to record with you. That's the main thing. Is that a good as, thing? As the, as, as the owner of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I still consider you gold dust. <laughs> Thank you. The Jaffa Cake King. <laughs> yeah. I, on my instructions, does it say you sparingly? <laughs> yes, it does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Always a pinch, never a glug. No, exactly, exactly. And that's all you need, just a pinch. <laughs> so, Andy, how have you been for the last, oh, however long it's been? Been all right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just bumbling along. Got through winter, survived winter. I'm surviving the financial crisis that is uh, hitting us all hard, but uh, keeping the chin up. The cats are still being fed to the, the levels that they were accustomed to. You know, admittedly I'm I'm boiling bark and, and stuff, but you know, as long as the cats are happy, that's the that's the main thing. No, I'm not boiling bark, but yeah, everything's good. <laughs> so yeah, you're you're eating trees and they're eating proper food. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And then whenever I go near them, they just move their bowl away and then give me that look, you know. <laughs> Mine, my precious. <laughs> and yeah, you're having to lick out of their um their bowls as well, aren't you? I'm glad I finished that sentence. But uh... yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm allowed to clean the remnants of their their food in the bowl. Fair enough. Well, I mean, that's what keeps you, you know, skinny and uh, you know, skinny. <laughs> I, I honestly, I wish I have uh, I have not lost my lockdown weight. Oh. <laughs> don't uh, worry. Yes. Yeah, I don't think you need to worry. Well, although no, 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 I lost ten pound, but I did talk yeah. about that on a episode a few weeks ago. If if you still listen, I don't know if you still listen. Do you? Yes, I still listen. Congratulations! Yay! You're our one listener. <laughs> Woo! Zero <laughs> listeners this week. Woo! <laughs> or you that? Did you put one out, Doss? Huh? So did you put one out last week? Hmm. <laughs> well, um, Andy's kind of uh, ruining stuff because uh, we are recording this in the past, but this is currently the future, Andy. This is this is the week after Easter weekend. So did you have a nice Easter? I did. I did. I stuffed my face full of the uh, the 12 chocolate Easter egg that I got myself. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Did you hide them? Did you hide them around the house in the garden so you could find them? I hid them in my belly, yes. <laughs> You're so silly. Were they big ones? <laughs> They they were the three pound ones at Tesco's. Oh, nice, nice, a bit of luxury. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, three pound for a chocolate egg. I mean, yeah, yeah. cost so, of living crisis. I know. You know what? On a real note, though, that is a bit crazy, isn't it? For something that's hollow in the on the centre. Hmm. You know, and okay, yeah, you might get in the centre. I don't know if it still works really because I don't really eat Easter eggs anymore. So, but um. It, yeah, I don't know if it's still the case, but you you know you used to get like little packet of chocolates in the middle, didn't you? But is that still yeah. the case or not really? Uh, no, well, it depends which one you get. Mm -hmm. um, I think if you get the quality street, you get the quality street in a little bag inside the egg. But if you get like the the twirl or the Capri cream egg, then they're just 
they just throw the bars in at the bottom. So you get a hollow egg, yeah. Because I do actually vaguely remember now that I had a... Yeah, it was. I think it was last year or the year before. It was um, the twirl, but it was the orange one. Um, oh, lovely. But yeah, the actual chocolate was made out of the orange uh, chocolate twirl. So, you know, it's like, so the whole egg tasted like of chocolate orange. And that was really nice, actually. I remember that one. Someone just got it for me randomly. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm happy. <laughs> I do like a chocolate orange. Yes, me too. So, have you? Do you have? Let's uh, let's start that again. Have you actually had the the twelve version though? No, no, oh. didn't know it existed. Oh, well, there you go. See, so, so you got the plain one. You got the orange flavored one. They also came out with a caramel one, but I would avoid that one. I didn't like that one personally. It was a bit mm. sickly. So, but and. You could tell that a lot of people didn't like that one as much because, like, when the first year when the Orange Twirl came out, it was like they were like gold dust. Everyone just wanted to buy them straight away, you know. <laughs> it's like the shops mm. were sold out of them quite often. But uh, yeah, the with these um, with these caramel or whatever it was ones, they yeah they hung around for quite a while. In fact, they might still be there. You know what I mean? <laughs> they had they had multiple yellow stickers on them. Yes, yes. Oh, free to a good home. Even then, people didn't want them. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan, how about your Easter? Did you get uh, lots of diabetes-friendly? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I got the diabetes-friendly uh, chocolates. And, uh, yeah, I've been on the toilet for the last few hours, really. <laughs> <laughs> I just have no willpower. I have to keep going. <laughs> All right, so you don't get a boiled ostrich egg then in, in replacement of a chocolate egg? <laughs> no, no, no. You, we do, there are, there is such a thing as diabetes friendly chocolate. Um, so it's like low in sugar, but, uh, I think it's those ones, the, um, it's like they're normally like in the shape of like a seahorse and like a, um, a shell. Have you seen them? That no. Silence has mm. given me an answer of no here. No, no, I was, I was trying to think, uh, do I dare even try and pronounce the name of what I think you're talking about, but I don't even think it is. Is it a Belgium chocolate brand? Yes, it is. It begins with a G, the, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gillian or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, they're the um, they're the diabetic-friendly ones, mm. but no, they're, nah, I mean. They look posh. They do look They're posh. like marbled. But they, they are. They're marbled. They're quite posh looking, but they don't taste that great. And like I said, if you eat too many, you're sat on the toilet for a while <laughs> with a leaky bum. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Just what you got a lot of podcasts to listen to. I know. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing ever stops the sting. That's what I have to say. Mm. <laughs> the toilet paper begins to feel a little bit like a burlap sack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, bit of lotion. Yep. Yep. Definitely. So come on, Andy. You must have done something fun over the last whatever however long it's been it's like at least three months honestly my life is really boring i do Ugh. online racing i go running i work i occasionally leave the house to go and get supplies maybe socialize yeah and then i sleep because the last time that we spoke i think I think it was on the podcast anyway. He went to yeah, he went to a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. He went to go to a restaurant that was actually the wrong one. And it actually turned yeah. out that it was the restaurant across the road that you needed to go to. <laughs> yeah. Or thereabouts anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well. So yeah, so that that is like my really exciting life. Yes. Well, you'll be happy to know that my life is just as boring, so it's all good. Uh, yeah, so I'm halfway through my training at work, and that's going really unexpectedly well. <laughs> I'm lying, everybody. I don't know whether it's going to go well or not. I only fell asleep halfway through a couple of times, so I thought that's pretty good. <laughs> was that death by PowerPoint and strip lighting? 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like I've made I've made it no secret that I'm not looking forward to the training because of uh, my concentration span at the moment. But you know, it it is what it is, and I am going to be staying up there, so it's not going to be too bad. So yeah, got to show willing. Well, I mean, I have to do it for my job. So um, mm. you know, it's going to be. It's basically it's a new order system. So. And like uh, what we were discussing at the beginning uh, before we started recording, you know, it's like, I have to do it. So, you know, it's one of those things that um, our company's been taken over by an American company. So it's become very corporate and I suppose it's not too bad, but it's just a little bit of adjusting to it, really. So, you know, it's one of those things. And just remember my mantra. What's that? With quality and on time. That's the bare minimum you need to do. Well, I think that's a good quality to have. Um, you know, good mantra, sorry, to have. And also good quality as well. You mm. know, you need to have a pride in what you actually do, isn't it? And then uh, then it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You get paid at the end of the month. And yes. you know you've earned your monies. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I do like money. So, yeah, no. And then I'm thinking of organising maybe a little birthday get-together. There may be something in July that's coming up. So I know that that's a fair way away from where my birthday is. But I might, you know, might see if there's any salted tadpoles that want to come along. And maybe an Andy bar, you know. So if you're about... Are you moving? You're you're moving it. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. What, my birthday? Oh, you have. You have moved it, yes. Because (laughs) it was supposed to be... I'll tell you what, this time travel ain't half confusing. <laughs> All right, everyone knew, everyone knew um, from last week's episode that only James and I recorded yesterday on the 27th of March was uh, uh, that, you know, I did say oh, I'm going to be speaking to Andy Barr tomorrow. So this is tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I, I'll still be like spending time with my uh, family on mm-hmm. on uh, the second, so on Sunday. But yeah, um, yeah I was thinking Macaloose off then. Um, it's not really my scene anyway, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no, um, I was speaking to Lucy Caton. I nearly called her Kate, uh, Casey Luton. Then I think I nearly <laughs> said. Um, <laughs> and she, there's this place that we like to go to in Southampton called the Hobbit. And there's a, an event going on in July, um, which is a, like a cocktail event kind of thing. But they do really, really awesome cocktails. So they're all kind of Lord of the Rings kind of themed ones. And also very strong, very good. Um, and yeah, so I was thinking that I might look into that and maybe see if people want to get together and, you know, have a little party with me. So That's it. Yeah, we'll see. Watch Gemma burn in the sun. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Not just because I'm ginger, but because I'm pale, I know. (laughs) Gemma will be the creamed up one. Yeah, (laughs) factor 50 on and I'll still be burning, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, you can get your marshmallows and you can actually burn the marshmallows off yourself. So there you have it. Off me, sorry. (laughs) Don't worry, we'll keep you in the shade. Yes. Yeah, that will be good. I'll just buy a massive hat. <laughs> the one that covers my shoulders and everything. <laughs> Get one of those Victorian lady parasols. Yeah. Do you know what? Actually, I really want one of those now. Yeah. That's it. You know. in, in, in black with some nice, tasteful black and purple striped lace gloves. Yes. Lovely. That, you know what, that would actually be perfect. <laughs> I like that. You know what, Andy, there's a couple of days until my birthday. You're more than welcome to send me something like that, you know. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll cancel the strippers then. And uh, yeah, we'll get you that instead. <laughs> yeah. I got the Wahlbergs. Well, they said they were the Wahlbergs. <laughs> well, do you know what, I'd rather have the parasol and the uh, gloves, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, I'll rebook the Wahlbergs for myself then. Yep, sounds fantastic, sounds fantastic. But uh, yeah, no, um, so yeah, so that's what I'm kind of toying with the idea at the moment, but I can't remember the dates or anything like that. So uh, yeah, so I'll probably put the feelers out a little bit closer to the time once, uh, you know, once I get 
all this training out of the way and Might, see if yeah. folks fancy coming along. And if they don't, then me and Lucy will just drink the bar dry ourselves. So that's fine. Right. <laughs> awesome. Well, then, because I do have has your present, then you'll just have to um, wait until July. Ah, oh, well, thank you. Is it a parasol with some gloves? <laughs> That's, yes, once, oh, I didn't hear it, confirm, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and some diabetic chocolate. Oh, good, good. <laughs> you know the cocktails are not going to be diabetic though, right? Mm. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just take more tablets, it'll be fine. Yeah, to be honest, I don't drink that often anymore, so, uh, you know. It's uh, it's it's going to be a little treat for me. So we'll just waft it under your nose. The fumes will be sufficient. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can still handle my drink. Don't you worry. I can still <laughs> handle my drink. But um, yeah, it's um, it's definitely the case that I haven't drunk for quite some time. Uh, not even really Christmas. I think I might have had like a glass of wine or whatever. But yeah, I was just not really interested in it. <laughs> so I'm not really that bothered about it anymore. But at the same time, I will still have a tipple when it's uh when it's necessary so, so yeah. well you know one of the joys of being old is that the hangovers don't go so quickly so you know yeah. just be prepared yeah i do know that already <laughs> that you know you have one night of uh drinking and it's like three days later you're still suffering <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> no amount of paracetamol is ever gonna take the edge off <laughs> And I'm of an age now where I don't even need to drink. I just need to disrupt my sleeping pattern. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you just have a wine gum and then you're drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I just need to sniff the open can. Oh, nice. <laughs> Good old whiff. So, right. I think I need to get into a little thing that I did that was uh, very naughty. And uh, I kind of have an apology to make. So this is a rare treat, listeners. Everyone gather round. (laughs) Yeah, salty tadpoles, I have you know, not listeners. (laughs) Oh, sorry, yes. It's got a bit bit rusty. Let me get the WD-40 out. (laughs) It's time. No, on a, well, originally this was going to be a cod swallop. But I sat back and I had a reflection on the fact that actually it shouldn't be classed as a cod swallop. It should be a Gemma Dumb fuck up. So, at the up the road, uh, there is uh, Tesco's Express, and uh, I went up there to just you know just buy cigarettes and a drink. Anyway, so there was nowhere to park apart from the disabled parking space. So I was like, right, okay, well, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna literally be in there for two minutes. So I parked in that space um, because, like I said, there was no other spaces because it's quite a small car park, and. Um, yeah, this man decided to, uh, while I was in there, I was sort of watching him and he was hovering around my car and he was taking photos and he obviously is reporting me for, um, you know, parking in that space. You know, what, yeah. what, an, what an ass, you know. By yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I also do know that I was completely in the wrong that I shouldn't have parked in the disabled parking space, really, because obviously yeah. somebody really needed it. Um, I one of one of our um, one of our salty tadpoles is disabled, and I've run it past him, and he said, "Don't worry, he's done it previously. That he's uh, instead of gone in a disabled parking space, he's gone in the child." Um, space, you know, like yeah. mum and parent, Todd, kind of, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, he got he got hassle for it as well. So it is definitely a Gemma dumb fuck up, and I'm expecting now to get a uh, twat tax for doing it. And uh, and I also want to just apologise, and I would also like to say that I will never do it again. But at the same time, um, that man didn't need to dob me in, did he, Andy? No, not really. That was, um, you know, not unless he was impacted by the situation. No. Um, as in, his, he was in a car that couldn't park there. No. Uh, but if he was just being a job's worth, then, um, yeah. 
snitches get stitches bitches yeah that's what i was thinking <laughs> yeah but i as soon, as soon as i sort of got back in the car and i sort of drove off you know making sure i ran over him while i did it <laughs> yeah. not really <laughs> yeah. yeah now he needs a blue badge <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i was sort of thinking to myself well well technically the reason the one of the other reasons why i parked there as well was because i was having a particularly bad day i was feeling quite weak you know, with everything going on and stuff like that. So, but then that's an excuse, you know, and I uh, I shouldn't really make excuses for bad behaviour, but I just want everyone to know that I am sorry, but also that prick didn't need to get involved. There wasn't anyone disabled around. So, and, and when I sort of drove off, I sort of parked up somewhere else, not in a, a disabled spot, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and um in a parent and toddler <laughs> space instead yeah that, exactly that's it yeah and um yeah i sort of googled oh can you get a fine for such and such and it's like oh yeah you can and i was like oh really i didn't you know like it was like a two second thought that like, i didn't even think about properly if you know what i mean so yeah I was in the wrong, but... Uh, yeah, no defence. Yeah, no, there is no, you know, I'm not taking any excuses. I mean, I am making excuses, well, I was making excuses at the time. But at the same time, yeah, I own this mistake. So uh, when the fine does come, I'll pay it, I guess. Oh, yeah, begrudgingly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so that's something that I did the other day, which was... Uh, rather naughty but um, out of interest what's the damage if they if you do get a pcn do you know i couldn't actually find anywhere that it said how much it would be but i think i did see somewhere that it might be sort of like uh, probably same as like a parking fine so 100 quid or if you pay earlier 60 quid sort of thing so i imagine it would be around the 60 quid mark but uh, yeah everywhere that i sort of looked I couldn't actually find, you know. But at the same time, it does annoy me because having long COVID is technically a disability, and it, it's just but, not blue badge worthy. It's yeah, it's not. Um, yeah, again, like I'm not making excuses for my behaviour. It's uh, you know, it's done and dusted. So you know, like I said, I own it. But yeah, having long COVID, you haven't got any. It, it's like verbally classed as a a disability but there isn't anything to sort of prove that so mm. it is quite a frustrating thing but at the same time i also went into the shop for cigarettes so i suppose you know <laughs> yeah swings around about <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i'd also worry if people who feel foggy are then getting behind the wheel of, of yeah. a car <laughs> you know so yeah yeah Maybe not. <laughs> no, no, I suppose not. I mean, it's not, it's just, it's like a, it's like a thing where, because I think with um, with this, you kind of learn to live with stuff. So, mm. you know, it's like you wake up feeling really, really exhausted and you, like, you pretty much don't do anything. But there's the times when you feel really exhausted, just the one really, and you think, oh, well, I'm still going to try and do something, you know, to try and, you know, have a bit of fun or do whatever you know just to go out for a few minutes just to actually get out of the house and stuff like that because it can be quite isolating otherwise so mm. yeah so there, there's different levels and if i'm at the yeah really awful stage then i won't do anything like that but yeah i wouldn't go out and drive but yeah i just i, I think you suppose i suppose you just learn your capabilities and stuff like that really yeah yeah, just don't push yourself. And if you have, you just got to accept you're stranded. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And just have like a little rest for a bit. And then um, then you can carry on probably a bit later. So, yeah. but yeah, it is definitely, you have to sort of really think hard whether you should be going out and stuff like that before you actually do go out. But yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good like that. But I do park in disabled spots. So there we have it. That's it. You're Thanks. just a rebel. No. I am rebel with a cause. <laughs> For God's sake, woman, you're 39, nearly 40. Grow up. No, refuse. <laughs> <laughs> but then at the same time, I thought, well, that's content for the podcast. And I'd also, like I said, that I'd also checked with, um, it's actually Colin Mags. Magsy, you know, from yeah. um, the Ramble podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, 
and uh, I sort of went through it with him. And uh, because I know that he's one of our disabled listeners, there may be another one or maybe a few more or whatever. I don't know, but I knew about him. So I wanted to check with him and said, if I talk about this on the podcast, would you be angry? And he said, oh, no, don't be silly. It's fine. So, uh, you know, he's he's all good. So if he's all good, then everyone else get off your high horse. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, Andy, should we move on to our codswallops this week? Have you got one? I do, but ladies first, your show, you go first. Okay, well, that sounds fair enough to me, really. Um, My God Swallop is, this happened actually quite a few weeks ago now, but I wrote it down. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) unlike one of us. (laughs) People people won't, won't notice my smooth excuse to delay (laughs) no no it's wink wink nothing happened in the edit wink wink (laughs) and i will edit it out so it's all good (laughs) so anyway so i uh, so two men ran across the road and then when they were safely across the road they pushed the traffic button to stop the traffic you know the traffic lights Oh, arseholes. Yeah. And I was like, you fucking what? So I was like, I almost had to like screech to a halt to allow them to run across the road. And then they pressed the button and it was like, these these traffic lights are specifically like catered for pedestrians more than drivers. So they're quite automatic. So obviously, you know, you stop when it's safe. But oh my God, I yeah. just felt like winding down my window and going, pricks, you assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, seriously, who does that? Who does mm. that? You're such assholes. So um, yeah, they're my codswallop this week. And were they old enough to know better as in like they were drive? They could have been old enough to drive or were they little youngsters? No, they were in their 30s. So that made me even angrier. Like late twenties, oh, yeah, yeah, late twenties, um, mid thirties, sort of age. So, do you know what? I bet they don't drive. I bet they're fucking bus wankers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I or or if they do drive, I mean, I just want to have their license taken away from them. I think you know yeah. that should be the case, just because at the time they were pedestrians. It's uh, yeah, it's not f- it's not very funny, and I think that's may probably- all. Sorry, gum. Look, go ahead. I was going to say, and I think that's why they probably did it to be funny, but it wasn't yeah. funny. <laughs> mm. And I was going to say, may all the all the lights for the rest of their life be constantly red as they approach. Yes, exactly. Yes, I think we should condemn them to red lights constantly. Yeah, yeah. three a.m. No traffic, red light, full five minutes before yes. it goes green. <laughs> with with traffic light cameras so they can't jump. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Every single set of lights for the rest of their life. Yes, yes. Just because that one time they pushed a button. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or as pedestrians, when you know, when um, they push the button, it has hold music. That is drive, 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 drive. <laughs> With the whole time for five minutes. So they get that ten times. Or it's like countdown music. Not really. Gone <laughs> away. <laughs> gotcha. Gotta go again. <laughs> Oh, go on and on your way. (laughs) Only joking. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Crash. (laughs) So, yeah. So, I wanted them to, uh, yeah, I wanted to jump out my car and smack them in the head, really. But, you know, there we have it. So, um, have you remembered your codswallop yet? (laughs) Not precisely, but yours triggered me from an experience I had that was a role reversal when I as the pedestrian was pissed off with a car driver 
Ah, okay. I thought you were going to say you crossed the road and then you pushed the yeah. light. <laughs> yeah. And then I walked very slowly, taking up all the amber before it went green. <laughs> no. And to be honest, I think for this one, I am, I was a bit of a, an arsehole. Um, okay. So, but I'll, I'll lay out my mitigating circumstances for the jury and the judge, your uh, honour. Go on. So, so um, when I do my little trot around the block, um, my first sort of kilometre and a bit is on a main road. Mm-hmm. And along the main road, it used to be a T-junction. But many, many years ago, they put in a roundabout. Okay. And if you were... If you imagine, so it's the T-junction and the, the straight bit goes down the hill and then the cross is the road I run along. Mm-hmm. Well, on the other side of the roundabout is a country lane. So it's relatively quiet. So most people come hooning along the top of the road and then go down the hill. And they don't even stop at the roundabout. So now when I run, as I get up to the roundabout, I move from the pavement onto the road, run in the middle of the road and run round the roundabout and then get back on to the pavement. Because if I follow the road round and try to cross at the pedestrian point, which isn't like light controlled or zipper controlled, it's literally just drop pavement road, go. It's not that safe because oh, okay. even if you do your stop, look and listen, it's quite conceivable that some fucking twat is hooning it and just racing around uh, the corner. <laughs> so that's my mitigating circumstances for the court. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there I is, I'm, I'm running in the road and this car comes up the hill onto the roundabout and round as I'm running round it, so he doesn't even slow down. Okay. So I just gave, as I was running, just imagine I'm, I'm running all red-faced, belly's hitting my chin. I get my middle fingers and, you know, I, I pump them up and down in time with my uh, my stride. Okay, yes. <laughs> I don't think, you know, I, yeah, I get it out of my system and I, and I keep trotting along. And then all of a sudden I hear this, me, me, me. And this guy's having a go at me for giving him the fucking bird when he nearly runs me over. And I was like, dude, you cannot be that much of a fucking hurry if you can fucking drive next to me and have a go at me. If, you can, if you're not that much of a hurry, the least you can do is fucking stop at the roundabout because you've eyeballed me and you've gone, nah, fuck it, I'm going. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be honest, I would find that quite myself. If I was in the car and I saw someone running around a roundabout, I think I would think that person's a bit of a lunatic. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're not we're not talking sort of like major traffic junction one. It's not like three lanes of traffic, you know. No. But it's, it's it's a little bit bigger than a mini roundabout. But yeah, yeah, I would definitely <laughs> still be like. What's going on there then? Is yeah. that person going to then go to a drive-thru and believe yeah. that they're a car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, to be fair, if uh, if that person is in such a hurry, you're right, that, you know, they haven't got the time then to sort of come back to you. But I can, I can sort of imagine you running around a roundabout doing a middle finger gesture as your arms are going back and forth. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not dressed in fluorescent colours for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, at the same time, yeah, safety is important and safety first and all that, but yeah. yeah. I would, yeah. I still, I'm still in the in the majority that's thinking you're probably a bit of a lunatic going around the roundabout. But I can also understand why you're doing it as well for safety reasons. So that's it, safety first. Yeah. <laughs> but still, you know, it was like I, I do recognise that it is a little bit special. <laughs> but hopefully, Robin Maloney, if he's if he's listening, yeah. He might support me on Strava. He might and do. go, yes, I, I agree with you, Andy. Or he might just go, you're weird. <laughs> not even, not even. Oh, lost you a minute there. 
did oh, did you am I back? Yeah, I think did your computer go to sleep again? Yeah, and I don't know I don't know what the, what what the dickens is going on. Oh, just keep moving your mousey. It's fine. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I will. Yeah. So but I think I've got the gist of all of that anyway, so it's all good. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that that's my um my codswallop. Fair enough. I think it's a very good codswallop and uh to the people if anybody, you know, is in Reading, in the certain part of Reading that Andy lives, and you happen to see him running around a roundabout, please take a video yeah. <laughs> send it to me. <laughs> 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 Especially if he's doing the middle finger stance. <laughs> All red faced. <laughs> yeah. Can't breathe, can't breathe. Yeah, still panicking, but you know, there we have it. <laughs> I was just, uh, a thought that just popped into my head as well, I was going to talk about was um, I had this really weird dream last night that it wasn't like a kinky dream or anything like that. Sorry, everybody. But I was in school again, and it had been like exams. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't my school either. So it was like kind of, but there was this building that we had to go into, and each glass window had um, like the subject and sort of decoration as to what you know what we'd um, studied or whatever, and you had to push this button to find out if you'd actually successfully got the you know successfully passed and all of the ones that I was going around it was like there was a science one a maths one you know and so forth you know kind of thing yeah. with the majority of them and I was pushing the button and I was like oh I, I'm, my name's not up there you know and it's like the same for all of them and it was almost like I had not attended the classes you know and uh, it was really really weird I was just it just popped into my head then so I was just like that was really odd <laughs> yeah yeah and maybe that's that's your that's connected to your complete disinterest in going to the company training. It might be. It might be. You're quite right there. I did sort of think, I wonder if that's got something to do with it. But uh, it's not that I'm not, it's just also just to say that it's not that I'm not interested in doing the training because actually I am quite interested in doing it. But it is just, I am dreading it, you know, because of the long hours and then followed by the hours of work that we will have to do afterwards, you know, kind of thing. I'm so, with you, sister. I begrudge training. Yeah, exactly. So, and it's just going to be in a stuffy room listening to somebody mm. talking. And, mm. uh, yeah, I kind of zone out. If if it's going to be the case that we can actually do, start using it and actually play around with it kind of thing, then I'm probably mm. going to learn it a lot quicker than yeah. if somebody's just going, map, 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 map. So, we'll so to enter the customer details, first of all, you press select yes. here, and then you move over here. Mm. Next slide. Mm. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, yes, find out what their their uh, profession is, you know, like what their surname, not their surname, sorry, what their, um, oh, what what's the, the is it prefix? For um, yep. Mr. and Mrs. and stuff like that, or whatever. Yeah, doctor, professor, <laughs> yeah. reverend. Yes. Uh, alien, you know, that's, mm. you know, dinosaur. <laughs> I mean, how many reverends really order um, the equipment that you, you sell? Nothing. None. Yeah. <laughs> but still, you never know. You do, you never know. And to be honest, we don't put people's details in like that anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's more the company addresses and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be a learning curve. And I don't, I'm not sort of worried about learning. But I just know that I'm not quite up to scratch as much as I used to be. So, um, yeah. but we'll, we'll see how it goes. So, training's um, really good if it's a really engaging, like, facilitator and it's hands-on. Yeah. Then about you, I learn by doing, not yes. by listening. I do, yeah. I'm exactly the same there. I'm exactly the same. So I will be, um, you know, if it's the case that I can actually, like I said, play around with it and stuff like that, I'm going to know exactly what I need to do and stuff like that. So yeah. that's good. Try and break it. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I also had a weird thought. So... My weird thought was, now this is going back a few weeks now, 
going back to St. Patrick's Day, I had this thought, um, is that do you think that when the patron saints were being dished out their duties, everyone wanted to kill Patrick as he gathered up all the good ones? As in, like, all the celebrations, should I say. Not the duties, but, like, the celebrations. So, you know, you've got you got St. Patrick's Day where everybody gets completely rat-faced. Um, yeah. You know, and it's... Um, or drunk to everybody else who doesn't know what rat face means. But, um, yeah, um, you know, on Guinness and, all, you know, everything like that. Um, you got St. Uh, Saint David's Day who, you know, you wear a daffodil and you eat a leek, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and Don't they all get drunk and eat leeks or is it just eating leeks? No, oh, I don't think it's even eating leeks, to be honest, but they do wear a daffodil, I know that much. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, which I like that part of it, to be fair. So, but, uh, and then it's like St, uh, is it George for England? Yeah. Yeah, what does, what do you do then? Uh, nothing, because apparently it's racist to put the uh, the cross of St George up. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so we don't celebrate it. <laughs> okay, and then, and then what is it? Uh, for Scotland, it's St Andrew's Day. Saint and I, uh, <laughs> Hi, Andrew. <laughs> yep. And what? Do and that's do why there? I'm called Andrew because <laughs> I was born before St Andrew's Day, the day before. I was oh. actually going to be called Louise, um, but you know, here I am, a boy. So you know, it was a different time then, different time. You know, you could do that now, but you know, back then, no. So yeah, November the thirtieth is uh, St Andrew's Day. So, but that oh. being Scootash, I uh, said, oh, you want to call him Andrew? Yeah, fair enough. And um, what do they do? Like eat haggis and stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. I you don't have know. No idea. No, <laughs> no idea. Exactly. So it's like that's it, isn't it? Everybody knows what um, they do on St Patrick's Day. Most people know vaguely what they do on St David's Day, but yeah, the other two. It's like I couldn't even remember their names properly. But um, not that you know, not that I'm religious and they do any of these things anyway. But um, you know. <laughs> It's just a weird one, isn't it? It's like a tradition yeah. that we've carried on all the, through these years, but nobody really understands what they are at all. So let's see what Google says. Yeah. What happens on St. Andrew's Day? It's an official bank holiday and provides fantastic opportunity to celebrate Scottish culture and traditional cuisine and dance. A typical St. Andrew's Day activities include plenty of food, drink, music and dancing, with festivities often lasting long into the night. So I can imagine that'd be quite good. It'd be a Scottish country dancing. Yeah, I mean, that does sound quite fun. Um, yeah. But it's also, it sounds very much like band's night as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. and it's the winter, you know. Yeah. I mean, when you do something right, you know, you might as well just keep doing it over and over again. <laughs> what does it say about St. George's Day then? I think it says you go around drinking, just generally being racist. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Why do we celebrate St. George's Day? What day? What is, what, oh, what happens? There we go. Apparently, mm-hmm. oh, here we go. Actually, no, no, no I, I didn't read it first. St. George's Day used to be a national holiday in England. It's now just an observance that is celebrated with parades, dancing and other activities. I have, hand on heart, swear to God, I have never seen a fucking parade on St. George's Day. No. Where are these parades? Write in and, and tell Jem, because I won't be on the show. You know, but, you know, <laughs> let Jem know. Yeah, absolutely. Where are they? It's like, you know, they're just like a little parade. You know, it's like a parade of like two people. Yeah. And, and primary school ones don't count. No. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> it's got to be full on. The town shut the roads. You know, the burger vans come out. Costa Coffee brings their mobile van out. You know, it's a full on. <laughs> like a festival. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hand on heart. I've never seen that either. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> It's a blink and you miss it moment, apparently. That's, yeah, but it's actually in April, isn't it? Is it? Yes. 
Oh, it is. Yeah, I'm looking right at it, and it says Sunday, April the twenty third. Oh, there you have it. There you have it. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I, I literally, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know when it was. Uh, so I, I've got. I've got like literally no interest in any of them, to be honest. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I tell you what. I can see why we don't celebrate. St George's Day takes place on the twenty third of April each year to mark the death of patron saint of England, who is thought to have died in around AD 303, when he was tortured and executed in Palestine. I mean, keep it light. (laughs) (laughs) St. Patrick chases fucking snakes out of the the island. Yeah. (laughs) With his little flute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. While you're at it, you may as well see what David and um, <laughs> Andrew yeah. did as well. <laughs> Reason it. why they're patron saints. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here we go. So, what is St. Andrew's Day? St. Andrew's Day is the feast day of Andrew the Apostle. Hey, I'm liking this. <laughs> yeah, I'm an apostle. There <laughs> we are. go. <laughs> yeah. Or imposter. Uh, it, imposter, yes. <laughs> <laughs> In 1320... Uh, St. Andrew officially became the patron saint of Scotland. Well, it doesn't say why. Yeah. Well, that was uh-huh. anticlimactic, wasn't it? It was. It was. Yeah. Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did... Oh, dear. What? Come on, David. Old, Give us something Old man good. typing. What did St. David... <laughs> was he the one with the animals um well let's let's not pander to stereotypes just yet um no i just was a leading this... figure and monk in the early welsh church who lived in in the area in the sixth century oh yeah Oh, well. No, because I've got this vague... We've gone very religious all of a sudden, but we are <laughs> yeah. laughing about it, so that's good. But, um, yeah, I, I've got this vague uh, memory of, like, a statue with loads of different animals around it, but I can't think what that is. So, it, right. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Was that the nativity? No, no. It's, yeah. It was an actual statue of someone, mm. and, uh, yeah, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, let's move on. Well, at least David was uh, a native, whereas I don't think um, Andrew and um, George were. Mm. So, yeah. Traitors. They're traitors. Yeah, one Uh, of them got killed, and then the other one was just like, oh, I'm here now. Jesus' friend. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. So I know what I'll do. I'll give you Scotland. There you have it. (laughs) They kept the Romans out, so, you know. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being in Scotland at all, apart from as long as you don't mind being cold, because I feel like there is a lot of coldness. You've got to enjoy midges. You've got to enjoy midges. And thistles. Yeah. Yeah, and don't lay down on the thistle, because that would be very, very painful. (laughs) Well, you know, everyone's got their kinks. They have, yes. (laughs) Shall we move on to some stories of the week, Andy? Yes. Have you got a story that you'd like to read first, or shall I go first again? I can go first this time if you want. Yeah, and then I can have a sip of drink. Yep, and then you can do something funny at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) I let you have the punchline. It's your show. Yeah, go on then. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so mine's a, hopefully a delightful, heartwarming one. Yes. So, cat found wandering the cabin aisle on a flight. Aww. The adventurous feline was eventually reunited with its owners. That's the end of story. There we go. That was not short. <laughs> a grey and white cat was found wandering the cabin aisle on a recent JetBlue flight to the surprise of passengers on board. I mean, that would be a genuine surprise if a cat just jumped up on your lap. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what the actual fuck? <laughs> Who support animal is this? <laughs> That's it. It's not even wearing a bib. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Author and columnist Yi Shun Lai shared a photograph on Twitter of the cat being held aloft by a flight attendant on a recent flight in an effort to reunite the creature with its owner. Oh. On last night at JetBlue, Blue Flight ONT to JFK, is anyone missing a cat, a grey and white cat? Yes, I woke up for this, she wrote alongside the image. Ah, oh, bless. Oh, so what had it been down in? I assume it had been down in the, um, you know, where they keep the pets, sort of thing. And it just... no, so you can pay, um, you can pay extra. So while many North American airlines permit passengers to travel with a cat or a small dog in the cabin, they must remain in the containers. So um... what happened was Chonky the cat, as it's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, the cat was called Brian. <laughs> it says, I think I prefer imi- Chonky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, the image of the Chonky cat went quickly went viral, attracting over 130,000 likes on the social media platform, including from Brian owners who shared their own update. What, what's a Chonky cat, or is it meaning Chunky cat? It's meaning Chunky. I think it's the pretty correct way now. I'm right. Just saying okay. overweight. Okay, well, it was a fat cat, so uh, yeah. yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. But um, no, I just I didn't realize actually that they could um, they could come yeah. into the the cabin with everybody. Yeah, because so. yeah. Yeah. he's doing great. My partner and I travel with him in a cat backpack. Obviously, does well in that backpack, doesn't it? So <laughs> yes, <laughs> but oh, I tell you, if I tried to shove my cats in the backpack, I yeah, there would be a lot of howling. Yes, yeah, definitely. Maybe on your next run, you can run around a roundabout with a cat scratching your back. <laughs> That's it, yeah. It's my motivation. <laughs> but it's not the first time a feline has been found roaming free on a flight. Because in January, a cat was discovered exploring the cabin on a flight between Dallas and San Francisco. No, <laughs> oh, no. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just insane, isn't it? That, you know, th- these people... What if somebody's got a really allergic reaction to a cat or whatever? I suppose you'd have to find that out before you actually got on the plane, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because, like, if you've got asthma or whatever and cat hair causes the asthma... Well, you, you can't even open a bag of peanuts on a flight with someone who's got a peanut allergy. No, yeah, good point. So, yeah, I suppose it's uh, things like that they would have to check before uh, before you actually get onto the plane and whatnot, isn't it? So, yeah. But yeah, oh, that is a nice story though. I'm glad that so, it got yeah. reunited. Let's hope your one's not horrific because you know I've lifted the spirits. <laughs> you have, and I have brought a hero of mine. So. We'll find out why she's my hero in a few moments. This is an Australian lady who has been dubbed, a woman has been dubbed Jesus for sneaking a bottle of wine into a festival inside a loaf of bread. (laughs) Genius. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Alexandria Fennell, or or Funnel, not sure, um... It sounded really posh to call her Fennel, though, didn't it? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Had an ingenious way of getting a bottle of red wine per security at a music festival with a uh, £1.42 loaf of sourdough bread. She is now being called Jesus for it. Um, Although it's... Yeah, it was just the fact that it was £1.42, but um, I did see that she was Australian, so I may be wrong. But anyway, ah. but anyway, she's a genius woman and I love her. <laughs> <laughs> a woman got creative by sneaking a bottle of booze into a music festival inside, uh, inside a hollowed out loaf of sourdough bread. Uh, dough bread, which I've obviously said. And she even made sure that the snack didn't go to waste after. So, ooh, good. She ate it afterwards. Soak up the alcohol. So she had tickets. <laughs> <laughs> she had tickets to see the band Bon Iver in Sydney uh, Mere Music Bowl. I'm not sure. In Melbourne, anyway, Victoria, Australia. So obviously she is Australian, so that's good. Um, But didn't want to spend the whole night queuing for drinks at the bar. So the 34-year-old saved herself time and money 
by encasing a $15 Australian dollar or £12.20 bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon into a uh, £1.42 large loaf of bread. As the cancer as the concert goers were allowed to take in food which seems a little bit mental that you can take in food but you can't take in alcohol but there you go yeah yeah um so she went with her friend lauren who was 34 claims nobody uh, sorry suspected a thing as she poured the red wine from the bread into a red plastic cups so she (laughs) I love this. I seriously love this woman. <laughs> I think she's a genius. <laughs> Social media users compared um, Alexandria's pouring moment to a big scene from the Bible and he even dubbed her Jesus. The TV <sighs> producer avoided buying drinks all night and even used the hollow out bread to make cheesy garlic bread when she got home. <laughs> <laughs> Alexandria from Melbourne, Victoria, Australia said, it's a bit silly and ridiculous, but there's such a thing, uh, uh, sorry, but there's always such a big line for the drinks. So I thought we would smuggle in some wine. I'm a rule bender and an optimist. I prioritize comfort and uh, and, uh, practicality at concerts. We already paid $200 or £162 for a ticket, which I think is fair enough. Mm. And you're allowed to bring snacks in, so I thought maybe we should take some bread in and hide the wine. We got past security and didn't end up lining up for drinks. The comments on the video have been wild. People have been saying, I'm my new modern saviour. So one TikTok user said, you're Jesus! Uh, while, uh, while another put, oh, sorry, well, another put, Jesus said bread, uh, said bread and wine. Oh, God. My oh, friend, <laughs> my friend also snuck in a flask of whiskey, uh, whiskey. There was something beautiful about whiskey and wine and listening to Bon Iver under the stars. Uh, oh. And uh, after their fun-filled night at the festival, um, Alexandria ensured nothing went to waste and baked the loaf of uh, loaf of bread at home. It was fresh and fluffy and delicious. Uh, delicious. We had it with dips, cheese, and ham. She said, "There we have it." So that's the end of that story. That's come from the mirror this week. But yeah, I I do have to say I. I I mean, they must have kind of lax uh, security over in Australia, first of all. Yes. Yeah. yeah, if that if we tried to do that in the UK, that would never happen, would it? <laughs> and are we talking like if she was able to drink all day, I'm talk I'm I'm assuming that was a full bottle of wine. How big was this loaf of bread? Yeah. I think I think it was like a proper loaf you know, proper um bottle of wine. So yeah, yeah, this loaf of bread must have been oh that big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to show the salties again? Yeah, hold on. That I mean, I still was that big, you know. <laughs> but no, I yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Obviously, really, how big it was, but you know, that big, like I said. Mm. But um, yeah, you know, the standard size. Yeah. Well, I suppose you know you do get sort of you know you do get different. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know. But yeah, she must have obviously gone round the supermarket or whatever, and she was like measuring up the glass, the bottle of wine against the um the loaf of bread to see, you know, if it was actually uh, suitable or not. But I imagine if you um you know you got through and you know you're walking to like the spot that you decide to sit down and you just like you know you just sometimes dump your bag on the floor or whatever, and then you hear a smash. Yeah. It's like, oh no. <laughs> soggy soggy glass and bread anyone yes <laughs> <laughs> it's a genius hack though isn't it yeah absolutely yeah absolutely so i'm guessing it wasn't an all-day event because you did say about the stars and stuff like that but yeah yeah it's um 
but yeah, with a meat yeah. with a whiskey as well. So that sounded uh, sounded very good. So, and I tell you, those comments is a little bit like uh, like a mini cobs wallop that I have at the moment okay. with people, <laughs> and I see it in news headlines. <laughs> you know, exact moment when mm-hmm. snowball hit, and you're like, what? <laughs> Because these are, and then it's like customers raging. Greg's have removed hot cross buns from bakery. You know, when did everything get so extreme Mm. (laughs) about such small things? I know it's yeah, it's a very dramatic world that we live in right now, isn't it? (laughs) And it (laughs) (laughs) unnecessarily so. Just just ruin all the small moments. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the small moments don't happen anymore. If you notice, like the positive things don't happen anymore at all. But yeah, um, it's yeah. all it's all exact moment customer rages. Yes, yeah, and it's that customer is just one person. <laughs> yeah. It's like everyone else is like, oh well, I'll just go to Tesco's instead then. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Whatever. I did even know you did hot crust buns only came in for sausage rolls. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like I went over to our local. Um, Greg's, you know, and it was um they they've actually got this little bird that comes into the the restaurant all the time, and it's it's like kind of in the sitting area kind of thing, so it's not by the yeah. food's being prepped. But um, yeah, I assume it's always the same bird anyway. But yeah, they've called it Greg because they this bird always comes in and just um sort of picks up the crumbs on the floor and stuff. But yeah, they were talking about um. They were talking about things running out when I was at the till. And I was like, oh my God, you're not running out of sausage rolls, are you? She's like, oh no, it's okay. It's just eggs because, you know, there's an egg shortage or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh my God, thank God. Imagine if you didn't have sausage rolls. <laughs> You'd have Look, to eat those that's, that's get... vegan ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so, I mean, you know, they've got no sausage rolls when they're all wearing riot gear. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you got any sausage rolls? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got pepper spray ready. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and those, you know, like the banking glass that just comes crashing down. Yes. Yeah. They just have to push a button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need assistance, please. I told. Told you they would riot. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should test that theory one day, though. Like, not you know, just one of the Gregs's to see what happens, sort of thing. You know, just uh, lunchtime rush. No, we ain't got any yeah. drills. Sorry. So, just, just wait uh, for the overreaction uh, on uh, social media. <laughs> yeah. Although, if it was sort of like because we're British, it would be. Well, it used to be. It's not necessarily anymore, but it used to be that, you know, we'd be like, oh, oh, um, 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 and you'd sort of fumble about a bit and then, can I just have like a cheese and sausage, <laughs> cheese and sausage bean um, wedge thingy majig or whatever, or they, yeah. you'd just pick something else, wouldn't you? But yeah, yeah, nowadays it would be like a major kickoff. So, well, you. You sort of remember how entitled the British consumer is when they all kicked off and started calling the police because KFC was shut <laughs> during the infamous KFC shortage. Or was it 2016 or yeah. 17? The chicken shortage, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, there just it... how entitled as a customer do you have to be when you feel it's justifiable to call the police? No. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. It's just it's just embarrassing, isn't it, really? It's just embarrassing. Yeah. I'm glad I haven't got children, just so that I don't have to bring anything up into this world. <laughs> Every single day that goes past, I think, yeah, you know, maybe I won't. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's probably safer that I'm the last of the generation. Well, I've got my nieces too, but, you know, it's... Yeah. Um, yeah, so on well, my hearing side, all the... the- Hearing all the kids kick off um, over the last few weeks has uh, been interesting. I mean, they've been banned from going to the toilet during lunchtime, uh, during lessons. and Oh, really? I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, no, the the kids have been rioting. You know, it's, um, yeah, it's all different since we were at school. They're Mm. all vaping in the toilets and they've got safeguarding concerns and everything. You can tell I'm not a parent. It doesn't mean anything to me. But yeah, it was quite funny that, Schools were considering calling out the riot squads 
I think, for some schools because it was getting out of hand. (laughs) Although, you know, they have got their right to do that in some ways because they shouldn't be denied a human human right to go and use the toilet. I mean, okay, yeah, if... I mean, it's tricky, isn't it? It gets to a point where, uh, you know, it's people are just ducking out of the the lessons and actually, like you said, going for a vape or whatever. But, um, Yeah. yeah, it's... And being bullied. It's... not sure it's anything new than what any other school child has experienced over the decades. Yeah, exactly. I just think there's more accountability now. And, you know, when they start throwing around safeguarding concerns, you think, oh, that's sounding a bit extreme now. Yeah. <laughs> that seems something out of the risk assessment manual. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, dearie me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. It's a different world. It's a different world. It is a different world, Andy. It is. I think I'll stay safely and happy in my own little bubble. Do you know, it all changed when, you know, consoles and everything changed and everything became more digital. Should have just stayed with our little joysticks. Yep. And Barbies. Yep. And hula hoops. Exactly. So like I said, my own little bubble. I'm, you know, I'm just happy in that little world. So people come into my bubble if they're nice. If they're not nice, they can stay away. (laughs) Socks will eat them. Yes, yes, he's definitely in my bubble. <laughs> well, I heard him being a chatty patty earlier. Oh, did you hear him barking, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was picked up or not, so uh, yeah. he's uh, He seems to be barking on every episode recently, so I just ignore it now and <laughs> see if it actually comes out. <laughs> he's such a diva. I know, I know. He just he has to have his moment of limelight, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Got to tell the world what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell the truth, Gemma. I'll tell the truth. <laughs> well, I tell you what, that postman is a wrong one. <laughs> I saw him today, actually. I saw him today, and uh, but you know, it was just me out there, and uh, I went, "Oh, good morning," like that, and he went, "Morning." I said, "You got no mail today," and I was like, "Oh, all right. Well, at least I was trying to be pleasant." So, yeah. if you're happy it. and you know it, deliver some post. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's just an absolute ass. I I really can't stand that man. But you know, I, you know, sweetness. But you know, what's it that you know? Kill someone with kindness. That's what I'm doing. Something now. like that. Yeah. Well, Andy, I think this has been a wonderful episode, and I think this is a good place to wrap things up. So. Oh, I've got another hour and a half of content. Oh well, that's good. So the, we can record again in the future. So you just get, you just make sure you write it down. <laughs> R- right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. No. I'll remember it. I'll. I'll remember it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you forgot one of his cod swallops earlier. Basically, everybody. Uh, I said I'd edit it out, but you know now I'm telling the secrets. So. <laughs> Jury's out on whether she will or not. We'll, we'll find out. Well, we'll find out, yeah, definitely. Probably will, because I said I would. <laughs> so I, d- I only tend to sort of uh, not edit stuff out when it's James, because I know he doesn't listen, so <laughs> he will never know. <laughs> <laughs> but he downloads at least. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I think that we've been talking enough Codswell up this week. I have been Gemma. I've been Andy. You have been Andy. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Telly Tubby, say bye. (laughs) No, you stop playing. No, you stop playing. You stop playing.